Now then, welcome to the Social Media Podcast. How are you doing? This is Simon here from Perception Studios, the award-winning visual marketing agency in the UK, helping brands and businesses stand out with their social content, be it video, animation, aerial, photography, graphics, all sorts of type of stuff. However, a few years ago, it became obvious to me that not every brand, every business had the budget necessarily to have content created on a regular basis. And as we all know, staying consistent on social media is imperative. So, what I did was I came up with a process, I turned it into a book, it went to number one, and now I try and help as many people as I possibly can do with how to nine times their social media. That's what these podcasts are all about, that's what the live videos are all about, that's what all my content's all about, trying to help you get into the content creation journey. Uh, And today we're going to talk about the fact that every single platform you use has got search on it. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints and great content ideas. In the words of a great journalist back in the day, hello, good evening and welcome. And that's probably the worst David Frost impression there's ever been. Uh, But hello, uh, good evening and welcome to another episode of Dazed and Confused. Sorry it's a late one today. Um, Today kind of got away with us a little bit. Um, We had a bad night with Max, our little one. And um, yeah, basically today just went kind of out the window, (laughs) to be fair. Uh, But anyway, we are live now and that's all that matters. So thank you very much for joining me. Um, We are live currently on Periscope, Twitter, YouTube, three different Facebook groups and on Instagram all at the same time. So whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever channel you're watching on, say hello. Let me know that you're out there and uh, we'll do our best to uh, say hello back. And uh, if you've got any questions at all on social media or video that you like answering coming into the weekend, something's maybe been burning away in your brain all week long and you're thinking, I want this answering, but I can't go and join him on the live. Well, the live's at a time you can come and join me now so uh, fingers crossed you can ask that question and we can get it answered for you uh, a quick hello to uh, miles who's just joined us i'm very well indeed thank you very much uh been a, a, a hectic week a strange week uh, the weather's caused a few um issues with work and filming and all that kind of stuff um but yeah it's been a good week and hello to as well um siobhan who's just joined us anxiety to confidence who joined us actually on the live right back when we first started. If you've never seen that episode, after this is finished, I'll go and dig it out and I'll put a link to it in the section below uh, so you can go and check out what she had to say about what she's doing with her content and the kind of stuff that she creates. So yeah, it's um, it's, it's been an interesting, I think we've been going for 13 weeks, 14 weeks doing the lives and we've had some interesting people on, we've got more people lined up um, and yeah, it's it's all good. But anyway, today we're going to talk about the weekend, weekend content, and what you can do on a weekend. First things first, though, who am I to tell you anything about social media or video? Uh, Well, I'm Simon Scholes, and I am the founder of Perception Studios. Uh, We're an award-winning visual marketing agency, and um, we help brands and businesses create content that really helps them stand out on their social media, be it video, animation, aerial work, graphics, all sorts of different types of stuff. However, a few years ago, it became obvious to me that not every brand, not every business had the budget, had the marketing budget to have content created on a regular basis. Because as we all know, to have an impact on social media, you need to be 
um, consistent with your content. And if you don't have the budget to have stuff made all the time, what could you do yourself to actually have content going out for your audience? Well, that's where I came up with How to Nine Times Your Social Media. I turned it into a book. It went to number one uh, and on Amazon. So thank you very much to those people who got hold of a copy, um, which is absolutely awesome. So I've got a former number one book. You can download that right now. It's called How to Nine Times Your Social Media. And it's completely free at the moment if you go and click on the link in the section below. And that takes you through the whole process I use with my clients, which is basically planning all the way to through to podcasting and everything else that happens in between as well. Uh, so hopefully, if you've not got a copy already, go and download it, and it might help you out. We're also tonight, because of that, going to be answering your questions. That's what I'm here for. I just want to be able to help you get onto that content creation journey. So if you're not already creating content, or you're struggling with it for your business, for your brand, or maybe your business and brand could be doing more, and you want to try and convince your boss that you should be doing more, maybe direct them towards these, these particular pieces of content, get them consuming it, and maybe they'll start getting on board with creating more stuff for your brand, for your business. Uh, good evening to Ed, who's just joined us. I am diddling very well indeed. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks for joining us on Facebook at the moment. Uh, anybody else? Uh, Coke Cues has just joined us as well on Instagram Live. I think that's Miles. So maybe he's watching us in two places at the same time. Awesome. That's what we want. <laughs> Real support. Anyway, so weekend content. We are coming up into the weekend. I talk about this every single weekend. So if you've heard me say this before, you're going to be sick of me saying it over and over again. Social media does not work a five-day week. I want you to digest that. I want that to sink in. Social media does not work a five-day week. So when everybody else is down in tools, if you are a person who runs their own brand, who runs their own business, or works for a business, and you are doing their social media, you cannot down your tools on a weekend. It's just not possible. You have to be putting content out on a weekend as well. Now, I'm not saying you have to spend the whole weekend working because you want some time off as well. However, scheduling some content to go out, absolutely fine, but also being active on social media as well, making sure that you can go back to notifications, making sure you're putting out some stuff that's relevant to that particular day, saying hello to people, just generally being social on a weekend is so important. There's a few reasons. So the first reason is on a weekend, there is a whole new audience consuming content. Because as I say, people are working through the week, they're consuming nothing, because they have the phone, but they're not allowed to use it. They're in work, and the boss obviously isn't overly keen on them going through social media and maybe trying to make more money on their own personal business rather than the boss's business at the time. So they can't consume your content. They can't maybe buy what it is that you've got to say on a weekday. On a weekend, it's a totally different kettle of fish. They're not in work. They have more time on their hand. They stay in bed a little bit longer, and they lay there scrolling through social media, consuming content. And if you're not putting anything out on a weekend, then you're on a hide into nothing because your competition are 110% definitely doing it because they understand the power of social media. I've had a lot of people in the past when I've talked about this say, if I put out content on a weekend, well, I don't need to because if my audience aren't still there on a Monday, then so be it. And they're completely forgetting the fact that it's a totally new audience on a weekend. Yes, you have the audience you've already built up, those people who care about you, who care about what it is that you've got to say, and will possibly share that content out. 
or on a weekend, there's a whole potential new audience. So not only could you be talking to a new audience, but the guys who are your current audience and will share your content could be sharing it to a new audience as well. So the exponential growth that I spoke about the other day where you have 10 people who watch your content and share it with their audience, and they are sharing it with 10 people who like it. So you get an extra 100 people like your content. That number could be even higher on a weekend because there are more people able to consume content on a weekend. So think about it that way, that there's actually more people could actually have an interest in what it is that you've got to say, the value that you've got to give on a weekend. So that's reason number one as to why you should be creating content on a weekend. Reason number two is that if you get any comments on a weekend, whether they're good or bad, or people responding to content you put out during the week, and you don't go back to them, especially within like an hour or two of it actually landing on your content, then they get more and more disinterested as time goes on. There's a reason why Facebook likes to see people going back to comments or Facebook private messages that they get within the first hour, because that shows good engagement with the audience. It shows you actually give a damn, and they actually give you points for that. They help you with your content and push it out to more people when you put content out because they see that you give a damn about the audience that you're talking to. So on a weekend, what you've got to do, and it might seem like an absolute pain in the ass, but set the notifications on your phone on each of the different platforms you've got content going out on and just set the notifications as on so that when somebody does comment or like or whatever you want, a piece of your content, you can dive back in there and say, thanks ever so much for liking this. Or if somebody's commented, you can go back to their comment. If they've got a question, you can answer their question. If they've got a complaint, you can go back to them and help them on their complaint. Or if they've got something positive to say, you can say, thank you very much for being positive. The complaints one is the biggest thing because there's nothing worse than somebody maybe buying something from you. You might be a product-based company and they've bought a product from you. They've got it and they're not happy with it. And they've complained on Saturday on social media, which is public to everybody and you've not gone back until Monday, they've had 48 hours stewing on the fact they're right royally pissed off with you. And then they're even more pissed off with you because you haven't gone back to them immediately. Whereas if you simply had turned on your notifications on your phone, you would be able to go back to them straight away and say, look, really sorry, let's deal with this off offline, drop me a DM, and I'll do the best I can to help you out straight away. And that way you've just put water on the fire instantly. Everybody sees that online and they don't think you're a bit of a dick for completely ignoring the person who's making a complaint. So if there's anything you're going to take from this right now is number one, there is a whole new audience you could be talking to on a weekend. And number two, turn your notifications on on your phone so you can go back to the comments, the likes, the complaints, the positive messages that you get over a weekend rather than leaving it till Monday. Because even if somebody's saying, well done, it seems a bit rubbish if you don't go back to them and say thank you. If somebody's complaining, you really need to go back to them quickly. Let's have a quick look what's happening on the questions. Um, Ed says he has a question that he wanted to ask the other day, but completely forgotten it. Um, oh, here we go. He's got. He's remembered his question. Right. Ed's question is, what are your thoughts on the community tab on YouTube? What kind of content do you think we should be putting out on that section of the channel only available for channels with 1,000 subs or more, which thankfully I am one of. I don't have the ability to do YouTube stories yet, which I think would be amazing, but I can't do it yet. 
Um, but basically, the community tab, I think 100% you should be making really good use of it, putting content out on there, introducing people to the fact that you've got maybe a new video coming out or using it as almost like a teaser campaign two days until my next video about Leeds United, one day until my next video about Leeds United. The reason I'm saying this is because I know Ed creates content about Leeds United. So you can actually use the, the community section as that like teaser campaign, getting people interested in the fact that that content's coming up. And then when it's out, put it out on the community tab. Remember, YouTube only pushes your content to 5% of your audience. The community tab is a total different thing. It's not like a piece of content. It's not like a video. It will go to your community. So if there are people who will, are looking at the community stuff that's in their feed, they will see it. It doesn't just go to 5% of your audience. It goes to more than that. So remember, there's a real huge opportunity there for you. If you've got an engaged audience in the first place of that piece of content being seen more quickly by more people just because you've used the community tab. So it's a really great um, thing to be using. Um, and one of the things I'm, I've got coming up very soon is another uh, YouTube Insights with Alan Spicer. And um, there will be more reasons for you to be using the community tab just than that. So um, hopefully Alan will be able to open up your eyes to more of it. But that is one really good reason to be using the community tab and how I use the community tab and have used it in the past. And it's made a huge difference when I've used it properly as to the audience I get on my pieces of content. So uh, definitely give it a go. Uh, let's have a quick look. Hello to uh, Ada McLaren, who's just joined us on Instagram Live. Thank you very much for popping in. And let's go to some of the questions we had come through overnight. Um, and if you've got any questions at all right now, just like Ed did, drop them into the comments, whatever platform you're watching on, and I'll do my best to answer as many of them as I can do. Um, Ari asked the question, how can I create content for my business around music without having to deal with copyright and being unique in order to grow it? Um, you've not really given me a huge amount of information there, Ari, um, but if your business is around music, number one, there's fair use. So it depends on what music you're talking about. If you're on about really popular music, there is fair use. You've got to be very careful with it. Um, YouTube can be a bit of a stickler still and take away the potential of being monetized. But if you're not after monetization, if you look at any of my content, it's not monetized. So if you're not bothered about monetization, then using other people's content isn't the end of the world. You can use up to about 30 seconds, if memory serves me correctly, it is for fair usage. Um, but there is still it's a bit of a blurry line and YouTube do get a bit funny about it sometimes and still stop your content being seen in different countries and stuff. The other way around that is to get permission from musicians whose content you use. So go and approach brand new artists that are out there on SoundCloud, Bandcamp, TikTok, Spotify, all those different places and approach them and just say, look, I've heard this piece of music. I absolutely love it. Really would like to use it on a piece of content. Would you mind? And they're more than likely, if they've not got much of an audience themselves, but you like the piece of music, going to say, absolutely, please do feel free to use it um, because they want the, the publicity. So that's a really good way around it. I've done this myself in the past, even with clients. In fact, um, I've got a client whose podcast that I look after. I edit all the podcast stuff together for them. And there was a piece of music, absolutely loved it. The lyrics within it were just perfect for what the podcast was all about. 
I contacted the person who made the piece of music. It took them a while to come back to me, admittedly. But when they eventually came back to me, they said, absolutely, I would love you to use a piece of music. I've had listened to some of the podcasts that you've done already. Definitely slide it in there. And so I took that piece of music and I made it their intro music for their podcast. And it sounds the dog's bollocks. So you've got no harm in actually asking people if you can use their music. You've got less of a chance if it's Coldplay or U2 of them turning around and saying, yeah, sure, feel free to use our music. But if it's uh, Steve Harley, um, not Steve Harley, because that would be another famous person, but Steve and his banjo, um, then Steve and his banjo might say, yes, sure, feel free to use our music on your content. You just, um, you never know. You don't ask, you don't get. So, yeah, get out there and start asking. Um, and just remember, you've got fair use as well, but it can get a little bit flaky at times on uh, YouTube especially and Facebook. A quick hello to uh, Hungerford Food Festival have just joined us. That's happening very soon. In fact, they're doing a socially distanced food festival, which will be awesome. Um, and Ed McIntyre as well, who's just joined us because um, his Facebook's not working. Um, so he's joined us on Instagram instead. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but all the people who were watching, and there was a significant number, have just completely gone off the mainstream. So I don't know what's going on there. Maybe there's some sort of issue with StreamYard at the moment. We will find out when we finish the broadcast, um, but not to worry. Uh, if you've got any questions, if you are brand new to the stream right now, uh, please do feel free to drop them into the comments, whatever platform you're watching on, if you're still actually watching on any of the other platforms or if you're just on Instagram. But stick them into the comments. I'll do my best to answer as many of them as I can. Um, the last question I got through on email, though, uh, the other day was from Steve. And he says, my product is doing fairly well in the UK, uh, but I've been getting a lot of hits from Turkey and also the Middle East as well. But they're not really converting. How can I begin to try and convert those people on my social media? Okay, this is something I spoke about a little while ago, and I think this is genius from Gary Vaynerchuk. I'll be absolutely honest with you. This is an idea I stole from him. I gave to somebody else. It worked really well for them. So hopefully it'll work for you as well, Steve. So something I noticed on Gary Vaynerchuk's content is he was talking or doing a lot of talks in the Middle East. And so I started searching a little bit more about the Middle East and you found that Gary Vaynerchuk actually had his English content, but he also had content for the Middle East that he was putting money behind, but it was specifically in Arabic. Obviously, Turkey is not Arabic. It's a different language. But um, you could actually have something there where you could start to create content for your social media channels that is around the languages spoken in those countries. So you need to go deeper into your analytics. Obviously, you know about Turkey, the Middle East. There's a lot of different countries in the Middle East. Find out which countries are hitting really hard. Maybe it's Saudi Arabia. Maybe it's Qatar. Maybe it's Dubai, whatever. And then have content created specifically for those countries. So make some content, get some actual text to go with it, and then send it off to a translator and get a proper translation done. Um, I know Rev do do translations. I don't know all the languages they do them for. You can check out rev.com by clicking on the link in the section below. Um, there's a link for them down in um, my description box. Um, but yeah, you need to get the content translated properly. Don't, for the love of anything, use Google Translate because it will get the intonation wrong and you will end up offending somebody or it just not hitting home completely right. But I think that's a really great way to approach trying to convert those people because they obviously like your product, but there's something that's maybe just not sitting right with them. And it could be the fact that the content is in English. So what I would definitely suggest is getting your content, just trying it out, trying, and this is 
completely creating a whole new channel, not completely muddying the waters with your English channel, starting a new channel with Steve's product, Middle East, and looking at what you can do with Saudi Arabia, Qatar, and Dubai, and having specific content created for those channels so that you can actually start talking to those people directly with engagement. Now, that might also mean you need to engage somebody maybe through Fiverr who can read the comments that are coming back from people. Maybe you need to have pages on your website because you're going to try and lead them into buying your products that are translated into their language as well. So it might mean a little bit of a cost in the long run, but hopefully that might be offset by the fact that you go absolutely ballistic in those countries and sell whatever it is that you're selling at huge profits, which would be amazing, wouldn't it? Um, and if you do, don't forget who told you what to do in the first place. That would be very nice of you. Thank you very much. Um, hello to um, Cusa, um, who's asking me. I can't really put you in on the video because you're on Instagram, and obviously I'm broadcasting to other people as well, so can't really do that. But thanks for asking, all the same. Um, and that's pretty much it, questions-wise. Um, hopefully you got some value from this, though. Um, I think... I think we've answered both those questions and Ed's question as well. I hopefully you're going to go away from this uh, piece of content right now and start thinking about content for the weekend. Like I said, I'm not saying don't spend time with your friends and family. What I am saying is spend time with your friends and family, but just remember there is a whole new audience available to you on a weekend who want to consume the value that you've got to give. And if you're not going to put it out, somebody else will put it out. Okay? Brilliant. Right, I'm going to disappear. Thanks ever so much for watching. If you are brand new, as always, I'm going to ask you right now, please hit that subscribe button. And if you've already subscribed, how about you share this piece of content and maybe any of the other pieces of content that I create on a regular basis out to your audience. If you think anybody you know will get value from what it is that I've got to say, please share this content. Get more people into the community. Get more questions being asked by people. And they could be asking the questions that you desperately want to ask, but you're not too keen on putting your hand up and asking it yourself, or they might do. So uh, why not share this content with your audience? That would be absolutely amazing. And if you are too scared to stick your hand in the air, but you would like to drop me an email and maybe have a chat on email, uh, my email address, if you're watching on the live right now or on the replay, is scrolling across the bottom of the screen. And if you're listening to this version on podcast, it's in the description box below. Go and give that a click and drop me an email with any questions you want to ask about social media or video. Okay, thanks ever so much for watching. As always, it does amaze me, even when I have to shift the schedule around and move to a different time, that people still come and join me. So thank you so much for that. Um, and until Monday, have a great weekend. Uh, the weather's apparently going to be good down south. I don't know what it's going to be like anywhere else. Um, but yeah, we're going to have some sunshine. So yippee. Anyway, I will see you on Monday. Stay safe. Have a great weekend. And I'll see you soon. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.